Welcome to the Rough Road Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Steele. Today I'm joined with two of my friends, Sean and Christine Merrill. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. My name is Sean Merrill. I don't know what else to induce. What about you? <laughs> what about you? Where are you from? I'm from here, right here, Mesa, Arizona. Born and raised. Parents still live in the same house. Nice. What do you do for work? I resurface bathtubs and countertops. Nice. Do kitchen remodels, bathroom remodels. So if someone needs that service, they can get a hold of you. Yes, they you're can. The, you're the company. I'm the company. That's good. That's right. What about you, Christine? Um, born and raised here, Mesa. Mm-hmm. Stay-at-home mom, hairdresser. Stay-at-home hairdresser? Stay-at-home hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Five children. Five children. It's Ages like 16 to 14 months. 14 months. And he's a cutie, that 14-month-er. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We almost brought him because he was freaking out when we <laughs> left the house. You should have brought him. I could have given him a mic he could hold. Yeah, he, would, like he's he would actually loved it, but we didn't want it to be too much of a distraction. It wouldn't be big, though. <laughs> so the reason, <clears throat> the reason I had you on the podcast today is because you had a kind of a unique experience that I went through and you got to go through. So Yeah, pretty similar. Let's talk about it. Little, little, few differences, but a lot of similarities. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, that experience. So you went to the dunes, right? Oh yeah, well, it was a uh, Memorial Day. I think it was Memorial. No, 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 no. no. President's Day. President's weekend. Day weekend. Memorial Day would be so. hot. Yeah, Memorial Day is late May. That would be way too hot. For yeah, dunes. February. February, President's Day, and we went to the sand dunes down by Yuma, Arizona. Okay. And so to drive there, you drive. We drive, always drive through the town of Maricopa, uh, Maricopa and Mobile. Mm-hmm. You know, take Dead Cow Road, as they okay. call it, the 238. And on the way home, it's a Monday, which is Labor Day. No. No. No, President's, President's Day. Day. I'm getting all confused. <laughs> President's Day. <laughs> and uh, we always leave late, you know, 10, 11, noon to come home. And so by the time we hit uh, Maricopa, you coming into Maricopa, it's usually three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, as you're driving in, it is a two lane. It's a, a single lane, one each direction. highway, one each direction, and it soon turns into two, two lanes in the western, in the east direction, and only one okay. in the west, west. direction, because <laughs> you start getting into homes, houses, and stuff as right. you're coming into town. There's a stoplight up there and i am pulling my fifth wheel trailer i have my children how many children do we have at the time we only we had, had three this three. was about 12 Ten, years ago 10 or 12 I years ago earlier 10 or 12 years ago and uh they're all in the back seat of our pickup truck i'm pulling it you know fifteen thousand pounds behind me trailer full of toys With all the toys everything else, right? yeah everything that we had in it sand rail all the stuff inside and we're coming to town, and, we, and it's busy because it's, you know, no school day. It's, it's a Monday and a holiday. It's a holiday. People are coming back from the dunes like you are. Or just, mm-hmm. you know, people, you right. know, in town, it's a, it's a holiday. It's a nice day out. And uh, it was actually closer to the afternoon, probably in the evening. It was probably closer to 4 or 5 o'clock because the sun was, yeah, yeah, it was 3 or 4. It was yeah. in the afternoon. The sun was still up, but it was late in the afternoon. And as you coming to t- come into town... Uh, like I said, it's a single lane highway. And you've all been on a single lane highway. There's no sidewalks or anything. But then it's coming into the, 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 the town of Maricopa 
all of a sudden it gets two lanes going east and then there's a turn lane you know with the yellow stripes on right. each side and then there's a single lane coming the opposite direction right so on on and then there's homes on the right side so there's a sidewalk that isn't right on right the road it's kind of off into the the desert section you know and it winds in and out well as we're coming in there's lots of traffic people coming this way people going that way we see a bunch of of kids on the side of the road um which is normal you see kids right bunches of kids are out playing around screwing around have time and they were they were running along the side of the road going the same direction that we were going so they're running eastbound. Eastbound. And I could see them up ahead um, running eastbound. And they were right on the road in the bike lane, basically, of the road. Right? They weren't on the sidewalk. Right. They were on the bike lane. They were kind of jogging and running. And they kept looking back, whatever. And I had noticed before some of them had already crossed the road. And there was a, a gap in traffic. Some of them had crossed the road. And I could see from way far back, you know. And there was still a group of five or six of them on our side of the road. And they were running alongside the road. And uh, I kept saying, I think I even said to Christine. He said, this is weird. Why are these kids out here running yeah, alongside uh, the road? I hope they're not planning on, you know. Crossing. They need to wait to cross. Uh, it says, I, I hope they don't cross. And so me coming in, I started slowing down, of course. Speed limit's like 45 right there. But I slowed down probably 40, 35 or 40. Well, you hadn't slowed down quite. You were coming down to. Well, I was coming down to it. I don't think you got to at least maybe 40 yeah maybe and uh i get into the turn lane because i want to give myself as much gap as possible from these guys you know so there's two lanes you know between me and them because they're running like literally on the white line so uh, i'm kind of scared that i'm gonna hit them with big old trailer whatever so i move over into the turn lane so now i'm I'm driving eastbound in the turn lane, which I really shouldn't, but, you know, you're, like, veering around right. someone, whether there's a car or something normal. And then all of a sudden, he is only, like, 20 feet in front of us. All of a sudden, he looks. The, uh, one, of the, one of the kids looks. I, could st- I still remember it. He looked. I remember Sean going, uh, he looked is that over. kid going to cross? And then he, and he, and then he's he, not going to cross. He looked to his he's left. As he's run- and then he started running faster. And he looked to his left, like, and I could see his eyes, you know, peer around like he's looking behind him. And then he went straight, and then all of a sudden he just darted 90 degree darted like he didn't see me, Mm. you know. And he ran straight in front, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Slam on the brakes. And he comes right, you know, I slowed down as fast as possible. And all the last thing I saw, well... Yeah, before I hit him was he looked up and I saw the whites of his eyes as my hood just right into his face. Right just smack oh, center. Just right truck. center of the truck, you know. His face? His face. And well, his body, kind of, of the course. side of yeah. his face. He he scrunched up, you know. He looked up at me and I well, our eyes met and he uh then he you know, he closed his eyes and boom and, and so the the hood of my truck literally hit at his eyes. Ooh. You know, so basically his head and his shoulders and everything and I and uh how fast do you think you were going when you hit him? I would say forty five. We were just coming into town when right. it, before it yeah, wasn't really coming. Maybe forty five. I mean it's been at the ten most. years, but I we weren't going slow. 
I mean, we had a big old heavy trailer behind us. Uh, right. We weren't going fasty. We weren't speeding we were, by we any means, you know, anything. And there was knew. cars in front of us, you know, there was, and we had slowed down slower than they and were cars going. cars were coming the other direction and saw what ha- was what. So well. he hits and then, you know, immediately stand on my brakes and, you know, the trailer's like, <laughs> everything is, is when you slam Pushing on your forward, brakes like right. that, push forward and there's lots of loud noises and stuff. Right. And I thought that I had ran him over. Right. with one of the tires at first because of all the commotion right. that happened with the trailer <laughs> and me screaming you know christine's screaming <laughs> were the kids were the kids awake at this time yes garrett was our oldest was 16 now he was he was in the center and he saw it happen he uh, how old he was, was he? actually behind you because dusty was in the center he was an infant how old was he dusty no garrett, garrett. he was like four or five four or five does he remember it to this day like if you asked him yeah yeah. He, I don't think he remembers the incident, the actual, but he remembers the whole process, the process you know, yeah. because that's just the, the beginning of the story, it. right? You know, you know, hit and he, this, and he's the, not an adult. He's not going to be looking like, right. like an adult big, would be no. well, paying attention he that way. Heard right. mom scream at the top of her lungs, <laughs> and me, and me Sean too, basically screaming pro- profanity out of his obscenities, <laughs> justified. Now, you know, because what goes through your mind, you know, and as soon as you hit him, you know, I, I thought I ran him over. And then all of a sudden, as we're coming to the stop, all of a sudden I see him rolling in front. So then I realized I didn't run so him over. That was over. kind of a relief that way. It yeah. was a little but, bit of a relief. But you still have but the he, accident. But he went like 70 feet <clears throat> rolling, blah, blah, blah. His shoe had had stopped at the point of impact, one of his shoes. And then now he's laying on the ground. Was he in the down. turn? Was he in the turn lane? He was right in the middle of the, that turn lane. So yeah, that's probably the safest so place for him to be. So he's literally in the middle of the point. road. And then by this time, you know, you had people come over here. They had stopped. People that were going the same direction that right. were behind me had stopped. You know, these other people had stopped out in the middle of the road. And uh, you know, automatically, I mean, what goes through your mind? Like, oh, I'm going to jail, or right. I just killed this kid. This is the dumbest thing ever. Like, I am, I'm, I'm actually really, really mad at this point. Yep, I wasn't. Like, I wasn't necessarily scared. I was pissed off. So when you yelled, you yelled out of anger. Yes, because it, it the situation didn't have to happen. Me too. You I know? did the same thing. So, so you know, because in your mind, you know, your mind, you realize how fast your, your brain works. It goes through like a thousand scenarios yep. in a second. Like, a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to jail, this and that. You know, this kid, they're going to sue me. You know, all, right. all these things are going through your head. And... uh so you're just just pissed, right? So I I automatically get out and I run over there and the, and and the the kid is laying there, and he's not necessarily. I mean, he was only 14 years old, but he was like 250 he was pounds. Big. He's a big kid, six foot three, 250 pound, you know, grown man. He's a man boy, basically. Yeah, and he's so big they called him Shaq, mm-hmm. like Shaquille O'Neal. That was his. Right. That was his. His nickname was was Shaq, and he's laying on the ground. By the time I come up to him, so weird. His aunt had actually beat me to him. She was driving the she same happened direction. To be there. She happened, she happened to, be there. to be like leaving their house in the neighborhood and turned right right behind me, you know, and saw it happen. And she ran over there. You know, she parked the car and ran over there. And she actually like at the same time got to him as I did. Um, and she's like, I am his aunt, whatever. And then the first thing she said is like, 
I am so sorry. He totally just ran. She saw it happen because right. I went into the turn lane and she was still in the, the right. regular lanes, you know. And so she could see that you were trying to go around him. And she goes, you, you, you know, mm-hmm. he totally ran right in front of you. I'm like, and then I just, I just started lay, just yeah, yeah, this mother frigger, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and I'm you not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a cussing him. person. And then all of a sudden his other friends, you know, that were still on this side of the road and the ones that had already crossed, they all come over and they're standing there, you know, with eyes big, open, whatever. Right. And I just started yelling at every single one of them. I'm like, you kids, I just killed your friend. Cause you guys are so fucking stupid, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember exactly, but that was the gist of it. I started right. yelling at all the kids in, you know, cause I was mad. I thought he was going to, and then all of, you know, and he wasn't moving yet. He was just laying there. Right. Um, and, and the, his aunt was, had a hold of his head, whatever. And she had said, Oh, he's still breathing. You know, she said he's still alive. It looked like he was dead. You know, he was mm-hmm. just laying face down. Was he pretty messed up? No blood. There was no nothing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hardly any bru like he he was he was a black kid. Right. So you, you, you didn't see any bruises. You didn't see any nothing. He had shorts right. on and a t shirt, but like there was no scrapes on his arms. There was no his head. That's amazing, there was no blood. He went Seventy feet rolling on the ground. Oh yeah. No blood anywhere. You know, uh, At least not that the, you noticed. The, not that we could that we could see. There's right. no you know, it wasn't like his arm was sticking out and broken right. or you know, and a big old contusion on his head and bleeding all over the place, like you see in the movies. There's none of that. He's just laying there, motionless. You know, mm-hmm. like the the figures that they draw on the ground. You know that you right. know, one leg out and one leg curled up. And so I'm sitting here just yelling at these kids, like, ah, I'm gonna go to jail. You know, I'm yelling, right. I'm gonna go to jail because you guys are so ignorant and so stupid, and uh, you guys can't even cross the road correctly. Blah blah blah. And and all of a sudden. The kid wakes up and he starts convulsing on the ground. He's like, you know, he could hear stuff and, you know, he's like, he's sitting there gurgling, freaking out, right? So then then automatically I turn in from yelling at whatever to, all right, now, I mean, he's alive. We got to make sure that he's good. So he, he tries to get up. I put my knee on his back. You know, and then there's, now there's other people obviously standing everywhere, people on the phone, you know. Saying, oh, they're coming. They're, you know, the, the police are coming. And the, you know, the paramedics, blah, blah, blah. And so he comes to, and he's like, he's like awake. But me, you know, you always have been taught when someone gets in an accident, if they're not in immediate danger, don't, you know, they can't don't move. move. Don't right. move. Don't move them. You don't know, you don't know what's happening inside. You, right. could, you could kill them. You could hurt, right. cause more damage. Now, obviously, if they're, you know, in, a, in traffic, yeah, that can't be stopped. You got to get them out of traffic, you know, right. otherwise, uh, or for your own safety, right? But he was not. He was in the middle of the road. Everybody was stopped, and so he he came to. So I, uh, so I put put my hands on him, and and the, the his his aunt kept calling, Shaq, Shaq, you have to stay still, stay still. He's like, get that freaking white boy off of me, you know, because <laughs> I had my knee on his back and I wasn't I wouldn't let him get up, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden he just blacks out. Done. Done. You're right. And I'm like, oh, no. Now he really did die is what you're thinking, probably. Or, or whatever, right. you know. But, but you, I, mean, I put my hand on his neck. You could tell he was breathing. Oh, you could still. see it. You could still see his chest, you know, because I, right. I had my knee on his back. I, I could still feel him breathing, whatever. And then he comes to again. You know, he's waking up and he's convulsing. And then he, he tries to stand up, tries to stand up. And I won't let him. He's getting so mad at me, just yelling right. the worst things ever. 
um, at me that you know uh, that I won't let him get up. And then uh, and it wasn't very long. You know, town of Maricopa isn't very big. It wasn't very long until uh, until the paramedics got there. You know, uh, police off police officers got there first, and then you know the ambulance wasn't far behind. So as soon as they got there, you know, they pull you aside. So we just kind of sat around, they question around. Well, yeah, and then, you know, they're working on they're working on the kid. They have an ambulance, and they're working on him. They're putting him on the stretcher, you know, they're down, and the kid's just freaking out and yelling at him, trying to punch him because he doesn't want to be right restrained, Restrained. this and that. And they keep telling him, like, whatever. And it, his aunt keeps saying, Shaq, 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 you got to, you got to, Relax, you know, you got to calm down. You don't know what's wrong with the insides of you, right. blah, blah, blah. And she goes, look at the truck, you know, look at the truck. And in my truck, the, you see the dent from his head on my on my uh-huh. hood. You know, not on the top of the hood where it's easy to dent. On the dent, front where it's On the, the front hardest, right? where it latches, you know, where all that tension is at. And it's dented in eight inches. Whew. An eight inch. That's a hard hit. Yeah. An eight-inch dent, you know, and, and then his shoulder took the, it broke my grill, and his hip hit my, my bumper was pushed in, in five inches wow. from his hip. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, amazing that he's even moving right. at this point. And then uh, some of the rest of the stuff's kind of a blur for a few minutes, you know. And because well, pr- they took you, the sheriff, or I don't well, know the sheriff. They're not sheriffs. Yet. They're you know the they're the town of Maricopa. Doing their police questioning. officers and stuff and they you know once paramedics get there you you stand right. you know you walk away so i walked back to the truck my truck's sitting there parked in the middle of the road christine and i are standing there the police come over and you know standard operating procedure with police is you know they have, have you been nine, drinking well yeah. of, of course <laughs> that's the that. first question <laughs> well yeah mm-hmm. of course that but then you know it's it's one officer asks you the questions what happened then the right. next one does then the next one does and the next one does and the next one does Oh, so on and so forth. That's that's you know they right. want to find out if you're telling the truth, right. whatever's happening. And they're talking to witnesses, you know that you know aunt whatever. And I remember after I talked to a couple of police officers, all of a sudden, you see um, these uh, a couple, a mom and a dad. Uh, it was his mom and dad. This couple walk up, you know, kind of like stunned. I remember them walking up, kind of stunned looking, and the aunt. You know, going over there and giving, giving, uh, I think it was whatever. his sister, her sister, a hug, you know, and uh, um, by this time they were loading them up into an ambulance. No, it was Aravact. Well, I know, but they loaded them in the oh, ambulance first I forgot before they realized they needed to, to Aravac him. him because they thought he was, because he was awake, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. So they were just going to take him by ambulance to a, uh, to a hospital, of course. So they had them, you know, the ambulance is backed up right there, loaded up. And then all of a sudden you like hear beeping, blah, 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 going off. And they're, they're freaking out. So like three minutes later, a helicopter lands in the middle of the road right behind us, you know, right behind back, you know, on the road, they cleared out the road. And then they, uh, they drove them up, you know, in the ambulance up there to the, to the helicopter. It was a couple hundred yards up there, maybe a little less. And loaded him in, and then uh, he flew off. Did you did you talk to his parents while they were there? Never did. Never. No, they they never came over to me. We just sat there, and like I said, it, you know, a lot of this is going on while they're asking me questions. Right. You know, they're sitting there asking yeah. Christine and I questions, and they separate us 
ask her separate and me separate, you know, it's just, you right. know, which is normal. They have to find out, you know, whatever, but, um, did they know. make you fill out an accident report? You know, they did not. Hmm. I don't remember I don't filling remember out that. one. No, I didn't get asked a whole lot of questions by the police. They I, made you write they it. They made me write it down. Yeah. And then they kept it. And then later on, um, when I got sued by the family, I had to get copies of that to give to my attorney. Attorney. And so, and it was interesting because there was every report in there except for mine. Mine was not in the file, which is weird. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why. I have no idea. Weird. Don't know. It was kind of interesting. So, yeah, so they didn't make us, uh, we didn't even have to, we didn't sign anything. They took your information. They had to have taken they your license taken or something. They had taken our information. They did. Yeah, but, but like, but. yeah, you know, they wrote it down on a, like a notebook, not mm-hmm. even a, a light, not even like an official sheet that showed an right. accident, you know, with, you know, all the I lines. I don't remember. And, I don't remember so much, that. So much going on. I don't even remember. I don't remember because I have, you have been in accidents before where they were like, you need to, you know, yeah. write down, you know. They may have done that. I don't remember writing out the story. You know? Maybe I did while you were. Maybe. I don't remember. I, don't I was remember. taking care of the kids and paying yeah. attention to all the commotion. So, how, how are the kids at this moment? Well, I mean, they're all With, young. You know, Garrett was the oldest and probably only five or six years old. So he was okay though. Like, he wasn't like no, freaking out or anything. No, he didn't. He didn't care. He's five he year old. When, he didn't see it happen, other than hearing us yelling. Yeah, probably heard. Probably heard the impact and then. What a dad hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a deer or something. And so they stayed in the truck the whole time. You know, they Angeline, didn't. your sister was traveling with us. So she was there with the kids. Yeah. In well, the vehicle we, with you? No. They were following us. Caravanning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was keeping the kids occupied through it all. So they airlift him out. Uh, you, you get released. What? What goes on at that point? Well, before before we get released, this is you know one of the things I always when I tell the story is it kind of this one really made me nervous. You know, whatever it was, it was kind of weird. It might sound people can take it how they want to take it, but so you know, this police officer asks you a question, this one asks you a question, and then they finally you know he's he's gone, air backed out, they're cleaning everything up. You know, there really wasn't much to clean up other than uh, you know all the police cars. They have flares everywhere, all right. that stuff. You know, and. Uh, they say, all right, well, you know, before you leave, uh, you know, the, the ch- our, our, our chief, chief of police wants to talk to you. Right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. So he drives up, and he gets out of his SUV, his Tahoe. He's a big black man. So all of a sudden, through my mind, you know, because the kid that I hit was a black kid. Right. Right? And all of his friends, everybody, you know. Uh, there's a lot of you know African American families that live in in Maricopa, and the chief of police is is a black dude. So I'm thinking, oh no, like how is this gonna go? Right. You know, is he a family member? Because the way that the right. officer said it, like you can't, you know, like he want he really wants to talk to you. Like it was a big deal that he wanted to talk to me before we left, before anything. Right. It's interesting because I didn't talk to any chief of police. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a town of Maricopa. You know, the, right, at this but. time, you know, now it's pretty big. 
at, at this time it, it was smaller yeah yeah it was, yeah, smaller. It was definitely smaller at the time you know so they probably only had like 20 police officers or something stupid right and you know on a chief police and uh, police stations less than a mile away from here right and uh this is the biggest thing that happened in town all weekend i'm sure maybe all year maybe <laughs> and uh so he gets out and he walks up to me and he's bald headed you know good looking black dude big old guy you know walking up to me and he goes sean goes oh crap i think i said it to something to christine i'm like oh no i'm standing next to my truck you know i'm standing there leaning against my truck the sun's going down at this time Mm -hmm. the helicopter had just left and uh i had seen him before i didn't realize he was the chief police i had seen him you know he was making his rounds making his rounds i had seen him but i didn't realize that that, you know and he comes up and he goes hey mr merrill he shook my hand right he goes, uh, so what happened? So I told him the story. And he kind of looks to the left and looks to the right. And I'm trying to phrase this the exact way that he phrased it to, to get the gist of what he said. And he goes, well, looks like you may have saved me a lot of paperwork down the road. And I went, you know, I was silent. And he goes, he might not survive that. And so I said, oh, yeah? So I'm thinking to myself, what does he, what does he mean? Like, does he mean, you know, right. now again, in your brain, you know, your brain goes for you know, every scenario. Like, is he insinuating that he's going to die and that he's a troublemaker? Right. And, you know, now that he's, <laughs> now that he's gone, that, you know, you're not right. going to have to, you know, that he has to deal with these kids all the time. You know, it, that's what, that's, at least that's the way I took it. Right. That these kids are a pain in his, in his yeah. rear end, you know, as the chief of police, like you see in the movies, you know, there's always a troubled, you know, family or whatever, like the yep. Dukes of Hazard are always a pain <laughs> in someone, you know, yeah. in the, you know, whatever. And it, that, at least that's the way I took it. At least that's the way, yeah. it, that's the way it came across. Like, like he was almost relieved, right? That maybe this kid, maybe you fixed his problem. Uh, had, you know, <laughs> had quote unquote got what he deserved or fixed right. his problem, whatever. I, and I don't mean that to be insensitive, saying, right. well, but that's just the way that I. That's the way oh, that it came well across, you? you know, th- th- that it came across. And then he's like, "All right, well," he's like, "I'll keep you, I'll keep you posted." So I appreciate you know you telling, telling the truth, man. I'm really sorry. You know that 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 this happened. You know everybody, all the witnesses say that you know you tried your best to to veer out of the way and to move out of the way, and it was just a total, you know, accident. That wasn't your fault. It was it was it was this. Uh, he he called him a minor. You know, police officers are this minor's fault. And uh, he's like, I'll uh, obviously they had my information. Right. You know, of course, I'll keep you posted on uh, whether he lives or dies. Right. Um, and then he's like, "All right, you're free to go." Yeah. I'll let it's you know. Yeah. Weird. So, so how we did, got in the truck? How did that? How did you take that emotionally, mentally, going through that accident? Oh, did it affect you? No. Nah. Either of you? No. Well, no. I mean, on the way home, we were all going through the scenarios of, okay, so what could I have done? Right. Different. What? How could we have changed that? Or what's our future going to be? We have this right. young family. 
Yeah, Could am I going to get sued? You are going to come after us for all the medical bills? Am, we can't. Am I right? eventually going to go to jail for manslaughter? Are you going? Right. To, are they going to come after you? you know, are to, they going to turn it into a race card? You no, know, they're right. going to turn it to a... Yeah, exactly. So all those scenarios we set, we talked about on the way home, mm-hmm. you know, then then I was, you know, I was mad at myself for handling the situation, yelling, right, and swearing and losing and, your you temper, know, losing at the kids. You know, obviously I was, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty upset at myself for that. You know, and some of that I internalized, didn't really verbalize that I was upset at myself, and I probably did too. But like I shouldn't have uh, said the things that I said right. to all the other kids, and or you know. Right well, hopefully, hopefully it or whatever. helped them. Maybe change a little. Maybe it did. Make better you know, choices. Because I just was like, I, I, because you guys are, your decisions on, I'm, I'm screwed for life. Yeah, he did say that. You guys, I'm going to jail because of what? I'm, I'm screwed for life. Me and my family are screwed for life because you guys are stupid. All right. So. But after that, you let it go. Wasn't yeah. It? Didn't yeah. weigh on your mind at all. No. Didn't? No. I mean, he was. He, I mean, he was l- concerned about whether or not. He was waiting for the phone call. Yep, right from the chief. And how long did it take? Two days, uh, or was it the it next day? It was within the week. It was a couple days later. It was within the maybe week. maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I get a phone call on my cell phone, and it's the chief of police. Right, it's a five two zero number. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe this is uh, maybe it's him. Right, maybe it's him. Right. So he uh, he calls me. He's like, oh, Mr. Merrill. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, do you remember the accident? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing, you know. And uh, he goes, I just want to let you know that uh, the kid's name was Shakran, some weird African-sounding name, name right. ethnic, whatever, however you want to say it, you know, some weird name, he says name. And that's why they called him Shaq for short, too, is it was kind of what his name sounded Shortened. like. Um, and uh, he goes, I just wanted to let you know that uh, he survived Well, up to this point, and he's expected to make a full recovery. Hmm. He was at the ICU. He was he was in the ICU for and 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 he just they had to drill they had to drill his head because of the pressure. pressure right. You know he kept bla- he kept blacking out on the way to the hospital and that's why they aerovacked him because it was you know it, they they couldn't see it all you know, all of a sudden his head started swelling that's why all of a sudden they freaked out and they put him in the, in a helicopter like we got to get him to the hospital asap and right. this driving stuff and. uh they had to, I guess they had to drill for the pressure, and he's, he was in the ICU, and I think they, he had just woke up. When he called me, he had, he had woke up. up. He had woke up, and he's expected to make a full recovery. Was that the last you heard about it after that? Uh, no. Well, that was the last I heard from anybody official, anybody official. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the last that we had heard about him. He wasn't po- 100% positive that he was going to make a full recovery. He said yeah, it's but, looking. But he's not going to die, It's looking promising. Basically. We don't right. know whether he's going to wake up. Like be okay dead, or not, right? Like mentally, yeah. Or yeah. So he he wasn't. It, it didn't look like he was. He will live, but we don't know what his die. mental capacity is going to be when he wakes up. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So that was uh, obviously you don't know what you know what kind of uh, physical problems someone would have down the road. There's no right. way to predict any of that. So, but that was the last we heard from anybody official. Mm-hmm. Just a few days later. Uh, what about unofficial? Unofficial. So probably three years, two or three years, two years later, we are at a Super Bowl party of a friend's house. Longtime friend, right? We go to the Super Bowl party every every year, and one of uh, this this gentleman's brother-in-law. brother-in-laws, right? His name is Rocky Brown. 
they lived in the town of Maricopa at the time. And he always wanted to be a uh, like a city. He loved the city sports. So he was trying to get in with the city, whatever. He always wanted to work for the city of Mesa, you know, running their sports programs, blah, blah, blah. Right. So he took a job down there running their sports programs. They're like after school sports, their recreation programs. You know how cities mm-hmm. have, have those. And he was the director of all their their programs. Well, he was at this party, right? And he comes up to me and, and obviously it's two years, you know, he's heard, everybody's heard the story from me that, you know, whatever that, you know, that this happened, right. blah, blah, blah. And the kid's name was Shaq. You know, cause I always say that they well, called him Shaq. For the last several years, people have asked us, have you heard whether he's survived or not or what condition he's in? Yeah. And we're like, in? no. And, and then, you know, then you keep waiting for lawsuits, you keep waiting for, yep. you know, uh, either your insurance company to contact you. And sometimes you get a letter from a lawyer. Somebody, yeah. And sometimes somewhere. they'll, ins- they'll, they'll sue insurance companies and you won't even yeah. know. So he could well, have. If there's an insurance company, that your insurance company will reach out us. to you and get your statement and no, all that. From not you. not always. Not if they can get it from. Not if they just get it from. Uh, it, it, and the only reason I know this, I know several agents that you know are in fact our agent at the time. He's like, well, sometimes you know, people will get sued. Not even know it. And you know, the insurance company just deals with it. They don't. Even, they, it's not even right. worth their time to try to. Or they just settle it they out settle, right. and whatever. So you wouldn't even know. Obviously, this you're probably right that I would have been contacted because it's such a big thing. Mm-hmm. So we kept. Obviously, we had always kept waiting for that. People kept asking. So they sue you? I'm like no, you know nothing yet. Nothing, nothing that I that I'm aware of. Right. And so anyway, at the Super Bowl party, he goes. He goes, man. You know, the other day, you know, the Super Bowl's in February, early February and stuff. So they had, like, their tryouts, you know, or their get-together for basketball right? for the for the uh, the spring basketball season, whatever. And he's like, we have all the kids trying out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And all, I kept hearing these people call this kid, this big old kid, Shaq. You know, I kept calling him Shaq. And it reminded me of your story of Shaq, right? Of, of you running over, you know, hitting that. That, mm-hmm. that 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 oh, kid yeah, in Maricopa, shocked. and this is in Maricopa. So I go over there and I say, "Hey, is your your name Shaq?" He's like, "Well, it's not really my real name. That's what everybody calls me." He goes, "Did you get hit by a truck?" He goes, "Oh yeah, man, that motherfucker, blah blah blah." I I ran right out in front of him and he hit me dead nuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost died. And 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 uh, he goes, "But I don't feel anything now." It's totally fine. He's playing basketball like nothing had ever happened. He didn't break. He didn't break one bone. Wow. No bones broken. He's so lucky. So because he asked him, he's like, "So what happened?" He's like, "Oh, I almost died. You know, I flatlined several times on the way to the hospital, in and out of the you know consciousness in the ICU for right. a couple of days, and they had to drill my head, and but I, everything was great. Like I, I don't feel anything. I didn't break a bone. I didn't not a rib, not a you know a finger or an arm. Nothing." Wow. Didn't, he, didn't, he had no he had no had he been no scrapes. Yeah, if he was uh, smaller, he his size definitely. I think helped saved him yeah. quite a bit. That's amazing. He didn't get hurt at all. Yeah. Other like, than a like, head contusion of yeah. internal bleeding. But I mean, getting brains. hit by a vehicle, you would think you'd have broken bones or something. Or yeah. something. He didn't. Yeah, he was so fortunate. Shoulder, ribs, or something long term. Right. Like I have a cousin that is a is a, is a twin. And he got hit by a car on his bike, and he's never been the same since. Right. You know, he, mentally. He's not quite, you know, he's not quite, um, he's not quite the same. Right. Jeremy's twin. Oh. Bingham. Yeah. You know, and his, his twin brother is a doctor. 
you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and he is, you know, he's never been That's the same right. since he got hit by a by a car. So so this, you know, obviously this is only a couple years after. Maybe he's still not all right, but um, but he seemed to be, and he was telling Rocky that you know, no <laughs> big deal. He's sitting there playing basketball and yeah, doing everything. We found the word that he at least survived. Yeah. So living. that was that was that was the last I've ever heard from him. How long ago was that? That you heard that? Oh, that was probably that was probably ten years ago. Well, yeah, maybe nine, ten. Yeah, I, mean, I was, don't even remember was... who's playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember that? <laughs> the Super Bowl partners. <laughs> no, thought I'd ask. No, nope, I don't remember that. Probably the Patriots. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Maybe the first year after it happened, I remember driving. If I was driving down a busy road and seeing mm-hmm. anybody walking alongside the road, I immediately got nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And would like. Did you have anxiety from that? No. Sean? Like that? Nothing mm-hmm. like that? No. But you did, mm-hmm. Kristen. When I was driving with my kids. Right. If your kids weren't with you, would you get nervous? Same thing. Mm. I would move over and almost right. feel myself slowing down and thinking, these freaking kids better not cross the road. Right. Even though I didn't hit the person. Yeah. I did the same thing. Uh, that happened. That lasted for a long time for me. Um, but I would get nervous anytime I saw a car mm-hmm. parked on the side of the road on the freeway or regular road didn't matter. And I would start to not hyperventilate, but start to get anxious and anxious. breathing heavy and getting nervous, that nervous stomach ache feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm impressed you guys didn't have any no issues like that. No, I think about all the time, you know, and I think one of the biggest things was the fact that I truly did do everything that I could. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. truly not my fault. And the the mm-hmm. only other thing I could have done was just stop. Do you think it would have been different if he would have died? Do you think he would have handled it differently? Uh, I don't think so don't because, think so. um, because like I was just saying, because well, we thought it, maybe he had. Yeah, we had there already thought that there was a possibility, but but obviously long term. But but in my mind, I. I did everything like Well and he talked about we talked about it yeah. a lot. Well then I did it I did everything, you know you know, you run through the scenario a thousand times in your mm-hmm. brain, right? Probably all the time and whenever someone reminds you you run through it again. Yeah. And stuff. And I you know, there's not one time where you, you know, can be honest you when if you're truly honest with yourself, did I make a mistake? Obviously it's a mistake whatever to hit, but but could was there anything you could have done different other than stopping? Right. You know, which is not, that's not a normal thing. Stopping, you know, when there's people on the side of the road that they shouldn't run across the road anyway. I mean, if everybody, st- if everybody, st- nobody drive anywhere because people walking, you know, yeah. up and down the street. So the fact that I didn't do in my mind, I didn't really do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So then I, I you know, it, I think even if he did die, I think I'd be the same. Well, because you, you didn't do anything wrong, and then you went to the extent of trying to make it even that I, much more I tried. safer for the I, kid. I went, I slowed right. down, I went over, to. you know, I wasn't, it was not like I was being reckless in, you know, I, if you're honest with yourself, you can be honest with yourself, whether you did in your mind, like, you, right. you kind of did something wrong right there, it's kind of your fault, you know, this is your fault, like, you, you, we've all done something wrong. You guys are so much better than I am. In your mind, you know, where you're like, that was my fault, you know, and you feel just guilty and just feel like, mm-hmm. 
you know, the weight of the world's on your shoulders because it was truly your fault. Like right. you, you created this problem, you did it and you could have, you could have not mm. done it. You could have changed done something, something else. else. Right. You, you made a conscious decision to make that mistake. Did you ever have the desire to, to look him up and, you know, every once in a while, I think we about did that. actually think about that, but we didn't have any information with us, like what his name was. They didn't his tell us. They didn't tell us anything. To contact right. them, I was like, "Why would I send their family something?" Right. But, but then, nothing. but then at the same time, we think about that, and we're like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to send them. Then the, they'll know who we are. Right. <laughs> they're coming after us. Yeah. So if they haven't done anything, remind, it'll remind them. Yeah. Yeah. So that goes through your mind too. But those first couple years, we went back and forth with yeah. the idea of, do we contact them or do we not? Well, because it was weird because the parents didn't really show any emotion. Yeah, they, they showed no emotion, like no crying, nothing. no nothing, no mad. When they walked up, we, we both we remember them, them walking up almost, they almost looked, what's the word? shock or something. I don't either, know. Either in shock or they looked relieved. Relieved. I don't know. It just was weird. We, we, we it mentioned was weird. that we were like, why aren't the parents like coming Freaking up out. to us and asking us what had happened or... Right. Or freaking out at, at the police officers or anybody. They just kind of stood outside. It was, it was, it was surreal. It was, it was, it was. It was As a, a parent, I would have been emotionally wrecked. Oh, yeah. Right. Seeing but my the, son But these two, dead. maybe they were just in complete shock. But they they almost looked like relieved. I mean, they like were kind of stunned. It, it almost looking, like they didn't really care. It like they didn't care. That sounds really mean it sounds mean but that's sure what it did care lo- well, i'm sure probably they did. that was just you know that's our observation right. from the, the outside looking at them but <clears throat> but yeah but so you i guys don't handle that situation so much better than i do i don't feel any <laughs> any regrets or any any anything you know because I, I still have I, regrets i truly believe that i did everything possible right to avoid the situation so it's not my fault right and so when it's not your fault, there's nothing you can do about it. So there's no, there's no well, sense. Well, whether it's your fault or not, there's nothing you can do about it. It's over and done with. Well, yeah, but if it's your fault you, in your mind, you're like, I could have done this different. Right. But when it, when you truly couldn't have done anything different, what is there? There's nothing to hold on to. Right. For you. Yeah. For you. Like I said, <laughs> you handle it a lot better than I do. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there, you know, it's done. It's over with. There's nothing to hold on to. Obviously, you you in your mind, you're like, I w- wish it didn't happen. Did it did it change change you in any way? Decision making or anything like that? Uh, it probably made me a more safe driver. You know, always you know, being super aware. I was always you know a very aggressive driver, and aggressive drivers are always super aware of their surroundings. You know, like what this where this car is at, where this car is at. They're, you know, you're always looking around. You're not just kind of zoned out and right. Just blah blah blah, driving down the road. That's how people get in accidents, you know. So I'm always just hyper aware of every. You know, if there's a car beside me, if there's a car behind me, always looking in the mirrors. All, I think I think that I, I can attribute that to that. But I was always Were you kinda, like that before. I was I was always like that before because I'm an aggressive driver. Right. And uh, you know when you're when you're an aggressive person, you're always you're always looking right where you're surrounded every every situation and and I had noticed them before you know and I t- had taken steps to uh to avoid the situation right he did he, we noticed them far behind because they were carrying 
guns. They were playing. They were playing airsoft. Airsoft started. They were playing basically pellet guns. Yeah, they were playing airsoft. That's what they were doing. They oh, Monday afternoon. Desert. They were playing airsoft in the neighborhood. So we noticed them. We had noticed them from way up because it, it's kind of a hill right. as you're driving down in, so you can see pretty far. Um, but uh, did it change you, Christine? Uh, no, I don't. No. I mean, other than that first year where I was like nervous, nervous about it. But after, after the year, I didn't, I think maybe it helped when I knew that he was alive. I don't, but it, not necessarily. I didn't change me. I mean, like, like Sean, he be, thinks he became a better driver because of it. <laughs> did, did it, did it affect anything like that? Any maybe I'm a little anything? bit more jumpy, jumpy in the passenger side. I, I tend to be a little bit more of a backseat driver now, I think. Yeah, probably. Because of it, I might mm. say stuff and I'm like, oh crap, I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> I'm a backseat driver. <laughs> I'll say to myself, <laughs> stop talking. Interesting. Yeah. So, what are your takeaways from it? Um, let it go. There's, there's nothing you can do about it. That's the only t- takeaway I can do from it. You did everything. If it truly in your mind, you did everything that you could. That. Uh, Life is hard. And take the positive out of everything. Yeah. There's always going to be a negative. What can you do about you know, you about could, that and turn it around? What positive did you get from this experience? I made uh, a stronger person. Well, right yeah, a, strong, a stronger person, better driver, uh, positively. And then the fact that, that uh, you went through something and uh, you were able to deal with it mentally and, and physically and, and uh, emotionally makes you a better person to be able to. And then... And then you know, you learn from, you know, what you need to do if it ever happens again, you know, with whatever, making sure, that, you know, that, that he's okay or that, that he doesn't move, this and that, you know, taking a learning experience. Right. Um, we had a lot of family support. Yeah. And prayers and. Yeah, of course. You know, that helped. From both sides of our family. Yeah. Close to Make you appreciate, appreciate, uh life a little more yeah yep yep always tell our kids now that they start driving that you know and i I said it before like speeding or whatever and and i like to go fast like the next person but never in the neighborhoods or you know somewhere close and, and tell my kids all the time like you can I don't care if you drive fast on the freeway or, you know, a baseline road or you don't see any people anywhere, but you get in a neighborhood. Slow it down. It's, right. it, you know, you, you run over someone and you've got to live with it for life. Yep. You know, if it was your fault. Even if it's not your fault. Well. Yeah, you'll be with you. Yeah, exactly. But. You'll think about it. But if it's your fault, you know, you're doing 45 miles right. an hour down a, down a uh, residential, an hour, right. residential street with cars on both sides and some kid runs out playing chasing his ball you run over and, and kill him you're going to jail right you know and you, you yep you, there's one way to avoid that just drive slow don't drive in the neighborhood <laughs> that, that's Man. two don't ways drive. don't drive <laughs> yeah screw that driving's too fun <laughs> yeah uh, Dri- no, driving's way too aware. fun well i appreciate you guys talking coming on and talking it. about this yeah um it, it it's close to home for me so yeah it's it's interesting to hear the differences in how you handled it and and all that. So mm-hmm. just Sean, that Sean's a little tough was. guy. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, it never it never really has bothered me because I you know in my mind I was like I did. He's like that nothing, with everything. Nothing I could nothing in I could life. It's like a duck; it just rolls off his back. That's right. He's like we can get through it. I'm always yeah. like what what's going on, and he says just it's fine. We'll get through it. It's all right. <laughs> new day. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> Nothing Life is can, good. Nothing we can do Mars to change it. Yeah. might be worse. That's We're healthy. <laughs> our family's healthy. We're okay. Nothing mm-hmm. we can do to change it. <clears throat> right. It yeah. happened. We need to move forward, basically. Yeah. So is that the reason you don't go to those dunes anymore? Oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah. now they go to Glamis. If we go to Glamis now. No, it's because the Sierra Club they go is to closed snooty, down. Snooty. The snooty The Glamis. snooty snooting glamis Whatever. area you come over to glamis <laughs> yeah, and you'll snooty. realize you'll realize why we go glamis to glamis is way better it's way better <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's way better <laughs> depends on what you're riding uh-huh. i think there's so much more traffic there that i think it it it's not as fun if you're not in a car yeah I mean, there's a lot I, of traffic i could, I could understand that but the dunes are aren't you rarely find dunes that are smooth if it's if it's a good weekend well, actually, the big mm. weekends you find more dunes that are smooth. Why? Why do you say that? I've it, only been there in the big weekends, and it's always chopped up and the little dunes. The little, all the all the all close the stuff, stuff is, but all the big stuff the big is stuff all smoother because there's less the, the people, and there's so many people. Everybody congregates at the big areas, whatever, and less people are out riding. They're they're they're, you know, they're not uh, they're not like everybody is nowadays with this COVID stuff where. <laughs> social distance <laughs> they go and hang out together at the hill or or here and there and so all the dunes a lot of times are free less traffic hmm. but on the on the uh slow weekends there's more traffic in the middle of the dunes because mm-hmm. there's not many people to yeah because yeah, they're there to ride right. you know they're not there to show to off their fancy or... cars and party and you know race up and down the hill like the big weekends right hmm. so so that's not why okay yeah, so we 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 don't go to Gordon's Well, as you call it, the ones by Yuma, mm-hmm. because they closed a lot of them off. Yep. The Sierra Club closed a lot of them off, and then well, work. they closed them and opened them. They open some areas open this year, and then it won't be open next year. Yeah, and the, the ones that were closed last years, year open this year. Like they they just alternate them. Yeah, the last few years that I think it's been the same. But you're right; they have went back and forth. Right, but. They've closed a lot of stuff, and then where you camp is a lot. It's a you have to drive a long ways to get to the dunes. It's not depends fun. on where you camp. Yeah. It's not fun. Ogilvy's <laughs> always good. Yeah, it's all small. Right on the dunes. We small have dunes. just become accustomed yeah, to Guamas, where our kids. Yeah. Love it. Camping in the dunes. It's hard to go somewhere else other than Glamis. Our kids love it. it dunes are, dunes are just fun. Well, and you just watch other people. Who doesn't like? People oh, watching. I'm, I'm a people you can't watcher. have people watching much at Gordon's Well anymore. Nope. No. Only like 30 people go it's there. It's a ghost town. Hmm. Yeah. Not very many people there. There aren't. They're not compared to Glamis you for go sure. You Glamis and you have entertainment regardless of what you're doing. And they're all drunk and they're all making a fool of themselves. Right. No, actually, a lot of them, they, they <laughs> don't seem like they're drunk. No, a lot. We've seen we a lot actually, of families. We actually see more people, people being more respectful mm-hmm. at Glamis than you do at gordon's well i almost think that gordon's well people they go there because they're away from people so they're like oh i can drink stuff there's not very many people and so the last time we went to gordon's well against my wishes because all my family didn't want to go to glamis because it's too crazy is there was several accidents in our in our family because of stupid drunk people 
You don't even, you know, you go to Glamis. It, it happens it, in Glamis too. It does, it does happen. But we've been that. there for the last seven, eight years. Never had and anything. We haven't had any incidents. Yeah. Like the weekend, and you don't see them. Or the anything. weekend that I met you in Glamis. Not there for, are accidents not, at Glamis. Not for oh, you the first see it time, the but, time, when, but I, when I came over there and visited you guys at yeah. Glamis, there was accidents that week. Oh yeah, there was accidents. Well, there's always there was a there was a death at at yeah Oldsmobile or something. There was a death at Sand Highway. Yeah. Well, and Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Someone. A car jumped on a on a bike razor. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On a razor. Yeah. Killed a guy right here in Mesa from Mesa. Yeah. So. There are accidents everywhere. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, but we find people being more respectful. We've noticed more at, families at Glamis. More, more families aware. I think it's because busier, so people are more aware of their surroundings. More kids riding. So. Were you nervous to go back to the dunes after that accident? Nah, not at all. No, that didn't, that didn't affect you at all. That way. No, nothing affects you. You're like, no, I mean, obviously we're, we kind of joke about things and we'll maybe make a, not a joke, but kind of like, well, hopefully no kids are running down no, the side of the road. Driving this, into Maricopa. This time. Keep your yeah. eyes open. I know that feeling. Every time you go to San Diego, you know, we go to California, San Diego, you drive right. through that highway. Like, oh, that's what Do you remember was when? But remember we that one time? We haven't <laughs> actually talked about the accident. Do your kids ever ask you about it? years. Have they ever asked you about it? No, like Garrett because Garrett's the only one that would maybe Tatum was remember. so young. Yeah, Tatum and, and Dusty. Dusty was an infant. He was an infant. He was in the car seat asleep. He was only, he was born in, in uh, October. Yeah, so he was still really young. So he was, he was only five months, months old. Yeah. yeah. He only knows the story from us telling it. Yeah. Hmm. So. Garrett wouldn't be the one that might have, but he, he doesn't remember anything other than remembering me screaming and dad mm. screaming, yeah. yelling. Yelling at He doesn't kids. know what he was saying, but he just remembers right. the commotion. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've all witnessed accidents, accidents so, in our family. So, but I think because it was, you know, I truly did everything that I could. It wasn't my, uh, it was truly not my fault that my, uh, there's nothing to hold on to. It happened. I did it. Right. But it wasn't my fault. Was my fault. Into, what can we learn from this? How can we make it better? <laughs> nothing. He learned everything he had to in like two seconds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Didn't struggle with it at all. Nope. Nope. What I never, I never struggled. <laughs> That's how I look at it. What's that? What can I learn from this? Yeah. Hmm. Nope. Never struggled with it at all. Well, not at all. That's, I'm glad. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> That's excellent. So, yeah. Yeah, you'll get over it one I'm, of these days. I'm, I'm all right. I just, it wasn't as easy for me. Yeah. Different scenario, though. It's a different, totally different, different scenario. scenario. And yeah, there was a lot different with it. But, but you did everything you could. I did. Yes. It was not your fault. Correct. Zero percent. Yeah, I, I even I did a lot of the similar things you did. Like zero I moved over. Percent. I my radio wasn't on. I wasn't on my cell phone. I was paying attention. I was going thirty-five on the sixty. It's you know sixty-five mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. There's was, was traffic. I couldn't go any faster. And I moved as far in my lane because it was you know bumper to bumper. I moved as far in my lane to the left as I could. And there's. I couldn't go any more yeah. further. There was a car there, so so it wasn't Nothing your fault. You Nothing you could. No, have done. I I realized that, but it's it was not that easy for me, as it was for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to 
to just go, oh, it's not my fault. Let me just move on. So, but you can do it. I'm okay with it now. I'm just not, it just wasn't as easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. So very similar, very similar place. I know it's not my fault. I know that I did everything I could. So, but it, for a long time, it was not that clear for me. Yeah. So, so I envy your experience <laughs> <laughs> or your I mean, handling I mean, of it. I mean, your handling of it. A little bit different too. He, he didn't die, you know? Oh yeah. So, I mean, it, it I get, it is and, different. And we can't, we Obviously, can't say wh- how we would react right. if he would have died. If, if he would have, or if you would have ran him over, if like, yeah, if you thought blood he would have. and guts yeah. everywhere, that totally and arms laying out and I mean, stuff, that which totally I think totally changed. That could have totally changed yeah. everything. You know, if so, if, was, if he was all it's a little bit different up, scenario for me. I I get it. So. Like you see in the movies, you know, he all mangled up, which is probably mm-hmm. how you yours was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. stuff. It's a little if bit that, more traumatic. It, you know, so, yeah. So I mean, it's the same but different, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it, it was I'm different. glad you I'm glad you're being able to live with it. It's good. <laughs> well, yeah. and just to talk about it. Yeah. Too. It's uh yeah. That's the reason I do the podcast is because it helps me um it's very therapeutic. Yeah. So anyway, awesome. Good. But I appreciate you guys uh joining me. No uh, problem. That's going to be it. So everyone Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um everyone I will not have an episode next week, but the week after I will. So stay tuned for that. Thanks. Bye.